Welcome back to Grow Your Impact, Income, and Influence, the number one show online helping you reach millions, whether it's millions in your bank account, millions of followers, or just millions of likes and feel-goods. Today, we are going to be talking about e-com. So if you sell online, this would be a great place for you. My guest today, Matthew, is joining us from sunny Florida. We were talking about this. He's in St. Pete. Matt, how are you doing today? Uh, doing great. Excited to be here. Awesome. So talk to me first off, I'm just going to right out of the gate for e-com people there, I feel like there are so many people that are trying to get started in e-com. Maybe they're getting a little bit of traction. What's the number one hole in the bucket that you see that causes people to start either losing sales or lose traction? Um, it's the customer experience on the website. So uh, our tagline is traffic's not your problem. Because most people convert, the average e-commerce store online right now converts around 2%, roughly, 2.5%. And if you think about that, that means for every 100 people that you send to your site, 98 to 97.5% leave. And everybody thinks, oh, I got I to gotta get more ads, I got to do more traffic sources, all that other stuff. What I always ask them is, if 100 people came to your site, it meant you had a hundred people that were interested and 98 of them left. If you could get two more of those 98 to buy, you actually doubled your business. And that's a lot easier than trying to learn a whole bunch of traffic sources. Wow. That's actually, I love that because I think so many people, you hear them say, if I just had more leads, if I just had more traffic, if I just had more ad spend and you're, you're like flipping that on its head and looking at like, what if we just got you two more sales out of 100, which would actually be double. Yeah, you would double your business and without doubling your spend. It's really just about the UI and the customer experience. I yeah, love it. It'd be twice as profitable um, because you've already paid for those 100 people to come. And if your metrics aren't working at two, at four, they're much, much better. Okay, so you just gave us a huge gold nugget. I want to hear the story of where this came from. Where did you guys get started with this? How did you figure this out? Like, how like how does one go from that? Because I feel like everybody in the world is just focused on traffic. Yeah. So I'll, I'll start a little farther back um, and I'll go through it quickly. But uh, originally I had brick and mortar businesses and it was a commercial concrete business. And so I traveled around the country. Uh, everything was weather dependent, you know, the season that we were in. Uh, other contractors showing up doing their job, a bunch of this other stuff. And I went to a Tony Robbins event and he was selling uh, like a DVD series called uh, Money Masters or CD, DVD, whatever. Um, and uh, so I started listening to that. And the very first one that I listened to was Frank Kern talking about selling an ebook on teaching your talk, teaching your parrot how to talk. And I was like, oh my goodness. Like I literally for the last, 15 years have been um, using my computer to exchange blueprints and send emails, never, ever thought about selling stuff online. And uh, so I kind of made a commitment that within five years, I was going to be able to use online sales to get rid of my business and I could work 100% online. Because uh, with, the, with the concrete business, I had about 25 employees and I was on the road about 200 days a year. Wow. I mean, that's a pretty cool story. I've heard Frank Kern's talk actually 
Um, Frank is just such a engaging speaker. He's funny. And that yeah. was like old Frank Kern when he was long hair, hippie, like skateboarder guy. Yeah. And Man. so then, then my next version of that, uh, my first success online was learning how to drive um, pay-per-click traffic into my salons. Um, mm -hmm. That worked really well. And I thought, wow, this is way better. Um, I can scale these stores without actually, um, you know, all the equipment and all the other things that I had to buy for the concrete, concrete business. And so um, once I started doing that, I then a site called Teespring came out and this is eight, 10 years ago. Um, and I started selling t-shirt designs and I was always looking for ways to optimize stuff. And I actually figured out how to um, scrape the user IDs and, and target people by name. And so I taught a whole bunch of people how to do that. And then it worked really well for about eight or 10 months. And then Facebook took it away from us. But uh, I sold about $15 million of the t-shirts um, in a short amount of time. And I was like, okay, this makes way more sense than pouring concrete and being dependent on the weather. And so then that, that moved me into the e-commerce genre. And uh, I sold those businesses. It was about five years to the day um, from when I went to that Tony Robbins event and I've been online ever since. I love that. Like, I love that for a couple of reasons. Um, the first one is five years, right? It was a reasonable timeline to hit a sales metric. We hear so many people that, you know, they're like, I'm quitting my job. I'm going all in and I'm going to make a million dollars in 30 days. And it's like, yeah. Dude, you got to give it time. You got to learn the stuff. You went out and you experimented. You had a couple different iterations of like learning and going through it. And you did it from what I heard for three different businesses in there. You did yeah, the Teespring, and, the salons, like and, and the concrete. Yeah. So um, yeah, that was the cliff note version without the failures. So um, you you got to plan for them. So everybody always talks about the wins. Uh when we are talking about conversion on a website too. Uh, the failures are wins because there's a lot of things that you want to test. And when you test it, then you know, yeah, okay, that didn't work. Now we don't have to worry about that anymore. That We can clear that thought out of our head, move on to other things and be creative. But if you're always in the back of your mind, oh, I want to test this, I want to test this, but you never do, you never know. And so we don't consider a, a losing test a failure. It's still a win because you're getting data from it. You know what doesn't work. Right. That's exactly it. Like learning, iterate, learning, iterate, grow. The other part of your story that I really like, um, I left my job in 2012 from going to a Tony Robbins event. Um, I went and oh, saw Tony speak. Um, I had a business in college. It had done well. I sold it. Um, I ended up in restaurants and running restaurants. And I went to see Tony Robbins. And he asked, you know, like, are you doing everything that you can do? Are you living the life that you want? And I said, no, I want to do this. And that pivoted me into events. And then 2013, 14, 15, I went through the same thing. Um, when held my first event, failed, learned, iterated, held another event, learned a little bit, made a little bit of money, like grew. And like through that, like stepping stones, it took me about four years before we were like massively successful and like really hit our stride. Um, so I love, love that story. So we kind of talked about your path and you, you hinted on mindset, like what, 
how did you support yourself? Because I think a lot of people like they want to get started online, they want to do an e commerce business, but they they take a shot, you know, they build their website, and they're like, nobody's coming, or nobody's buying. How did you keep your mindset strong during that time? What is something that you would offer to people that are maybe in that they're getting started? Maybe they have a SaaS company, and they've got like $200 a month coming in. How would you tell them like, keep going, keep iterating, don't be depressed, don't get down? What would you offer them? Oh, man. Um, again, this come, comes from my own personal journey. And I will, uh, I'll lay down a little bit of context before I give you my answer, just so that uh, you understand why I feel this way and why it's my opinion. Um, but for me, uh, what I realized, so in the last two years that we went through, I went through a really big shakeup at the company that with Bill Girl Scale. And uh, I learned some really, really good lessons. And so I've learned to be very grateful for the hard times because uh, it really forges who you are. And I, and I just um, I always say no pressure, no diamond. So really the lump of coal is turned into a diamond by constant, consistent pressure put on it. And so if we have a really easy path to success, um, typically it doesn't last that long. And so what I can tell you, I'm, I'm a fairly smart person. Thanks to my, thanks to my parents, because they were both super smart. Um, so I think I got it genetically and I just had a really good work ethic. So essentially I was a hustler. I could create something really quickly, make a bunch of money, but it wasn't sustainable. And uh, what would happen is, or I would make more money than what I thought I deserved or was okay. And I would find a way to get rid of it. So I did the I did the journey of create something really awesome, make a bunch of money, figure out a way to give it back and get back to where I was, where I felt comfortable. And I've done that several times until finally I realized that like the story, which is essentially your relationship with yourself is the same relationship that you have with others, with money, with what you feel you're worthy of, what you deserve. And so for me, um, I, I coach a lot of business people now um, that are having that success, how to keep it and then and grow it and do other things. Uh, it really comes down to uh, developing the relationship with yourself to where you actually like who you are, you actually care about who you are. Um, and it starts with be, do, have. So you're not gonna have the success if you're not being that person first. So I would say, be that person do the things that the successful person's supposed to do, and then you'll have that. And uh, if if you do it backwards, you can create some short-term success and it will feel like, you know, everything you do will turn to gold and then you just had bad luck, but it really isn't. It's you're creating your circumstances. And so I would, I would say start with learn how to actually love yourself. That. I think that is great advice. I think a lot of people will miss that. They'll say, you know, oh, but I just want the tactic or I just, what you're saying is so true because if you start making a lot of money, this happened, I think everybody I know that has been successful has had this happen. Like you start making money and then just what you said, like you find ways to get rid of it. You don't feel worthy of it. You feel guilty. You think people are looking at you sideways. I remember um, the girl that I was dating, um, I was dating a woman and I had like my first, like, I don't know, like a million dollar year, right? 
And she had resistance to it, which created resistance to it in me. I was like, I, I don't know. She was like, well, you should give it away. Or there's so many people out there that are deserving and all yeah. those kind of conversations. And it's like, I, I believe in taking care of people. I believe in helping people. I believe the more money we make, the more impact that we can have, the more we can change people's lives. But I had to go on that journey and I had to become the person that could manage that kind of money. Yeah. Like, what do yeah. I do with it? So I feel like I'm a good steward. Um, I know this kind of went down a metaphorical mindset route. I want to bring it back to tactics. I know you have a challenge. It's called the Ecom Profit Bootcamp. It's 33 bucks. If you guys are interested, there's a link in the show notes or on YouTube. We actually have a coupon code for you down there as well. You can take the challenge for free. What are some of the tactics that you go into in the challenge that will really help people get their business to the point that they need to grow their mindset? Yeah, so uh, we we start from the um, actually what's forward facing to the customer because that's what they always think that needs to be fixed first. And so obviously the person has to be able to interact with the website good. So the first day we go through things like that and we start from the checkout and work towards the homepage. And I want people to get this too. If you fix your checkout so that people can can give you money, then every other change that you make on your store makes you more money. But most people start with their homepage, then their category page, then their product page, and they've done all this work, but they're not making any more money because the checkout isn't working any better and they get discouraged. If you fix where they give you money first, then every change that you make on the site actually creates more sales. And uh, so we go through that process, kind of give them best practices, things that are friction points or non-clear things on the website and a bunch of examples. And then the second day, we basically talk about backend, which is like your email marketing, looking at your data um, in order to know what to test or, or where the drop-off is. And then the final day, we talk about how to create efficiencies with AI. And then we obviously, um, we have a paid membership that people can join if they want to. And if they don't want to, that's fine. We have lots of free free information on our blog too. Awesome. So like hearing you break that down, like there's a lot covered in that challenge. A lot of the challenges I've been to are very simplistic. That one sounds like it covers quite a bit. One thing that I want to talk about when you said traffic was email. Does email still work? I feel like so many people just feel like they have to drive massive amounts of ad spend. I want to hear your thoughts on email. Yeah. So we uh, obviously we optimize. We have two different things. We have a membership and then a called the Amplified Partnership, where we partner with real large brands. Some of them are doing four or five million a month. Some are doing three, 400,000 when they first start with us. And what I will tell you is we look at, um, we have like a set of metrics that we look at to know where there's a red flag or where we can go in and, and create more revenue quickly. Um, if the email is less than 20% of the store's revenue, um, then we know that uh, they have work to do in that area and we'll go in there and, and do that. So when you think about it, it's 20% of your revenue, but there's zero acquisition to that because these are people that you've already paid to come to your site, get on your list, et cetera. So the value from that, realistically, it's probably that's 70 to 80% of your profit, even though it's 20% of your revenue. So email is critical. So is SMS. And so I'll give you a little tip that um, you don't even have to go to the challenge if you don't want to. 
um, any website, anybody that has a website, this will help it. So in the form fields where people fill out their information, most of them, if you look by default, even huge companies, it says email. And then it has your address stuff. And then it says phone number. And some of them are optional, some are not. But what we do, we change the text inside that form field. We say required for order confirmation. So the reason why we say that is because um, your order confirmation email has an 85% open rate. It's the, the most opened email that you'll ever send. And so we put email required for order confirmation and people give you their best email. So not only um, do you reduce the form field errors, you get their best email, which makes it much easier. Your abandoned um, cart retargeting, all that will go up because now you're getting into their inbox. For phone, we put required for shipping notifications. And by doing that, everybody wants to know when their product shipped, they give you their phone. SMS is now the number one form of recovery uh, of revenue from people that abandon card or checkout. And so um, having those two form fields, it doesn't matter if you're just collecting leads or making a sale. If you put in text in those form fields, you'll literally see a lift on the number of leads you get, the quality of leads, the number of sales you get, or the quality of you know sales that you get recovery. Awesome. That is a, that's a huge gold nugget right there that I just want to call out. I have not heard that. I took the note. I don't even sell a lot of e-com stuff. I have, you know, a couple courses and like digital products, but I'm still going to put that in there. Yeah. Yeah. Do it on your digital. We do it on digital sites as well. Same thing. Same result. Yeah. You just got to come up with a little different, um, cause you're not going to ship anything to them. Um, yeah. so it can just be, uh, you know, for, uh, you got to come up, got to, make it congruent with what you talk about, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Matt, you've shared a lot of knowledge in a short amount of time. I mean, we covered mindset, we covered simple changes that they can make, covered your journey. I want to give you a chance. Is there anything in the industry in e-com that you feel like people like shout from the mountaintops that you feel is bad advice? Is there anything that you want to create, like correct out there in the world? Um, I always, I know when it comes to webinars and live events, uh, people always say, you know, you need to sell more people or you need to give away the tickets for free. We both know that that's not true. Um, yeah. But there's, there's always something that I feel like so many people talk about. Um, is there anything that stands out to you that you want to set the record straight? Um, I, I really, I really do two things. One, I, I think in e-com, everybody focuses too much on traffic first. Um, which is why we say traffic's not your problem. Uh, every single person that you're talking about, like you said, they're just talking about volume. And uh, we have a lot of sites that don't even run, they won't run sales because they don't want to condition their buyers to wait for you know, sales and things like that. So uh, you do not have to chase your competitors down to the bottom if you do a good job and you have a site and you take care of people. Um, and I had another one and I skipped my mind. That's all right. I mean, just what you said right there, not chasing people down to the bottom. I think so many people think price is the only thing that people shop by. In a Harvard study of more than 50,000 people, they found price number four on the list of decision makers. The yeah. number one was trust. Number two was customer experience. 
Number three was product quality. And number four was price. Yeah. So if you think about um, this, this is how I came up with those form field errors. People do not mind giving you information if you give them a reason why. And what I was, I was actually reading a study of like how many people um, you would let cut in line. And it was like only 30% of people got cut and were allowed to cut in line if they said, hey, do you mind if I cut in line? But when you said, hey, do you mind if I cut in line because my kids are going to be late for school, then it was like 97%. And so um, we knew that we got a certain percentage of people gave us the right information, but the vast majority did not. And there's a lot of errors in there. And so we always tested, we tested all kinds of language in there, but it was really um, with that mentality in mind. If you tell them why, then they don't mind giving you that information. And so I didn't really think about it creating more trust, but I'm sure it does because uh, now, you know, they just actually, we ran a test where we said, we will never call you and that tanked the conversions. So we were like, oh, that introduced a problem. We need to take that out. So it does, I guess it does actually um, go back to exactly what you said, that if they trust you, so you give them the information, you tell them why you need it. Um, they trust you a lot more. Awesome. Well, Matt, I just want to say thank you so much. I greatly appreciate you sharing. I think we covered so many things. There's like at least five gold nuggets in there that people can pull out and take action on right now. If you want to join Matt's challenge, we are giving you a coupon code for free. Matt, how many people have gone through the challenge? Like, uh, do you want to talk to a little bit about the challenge? Yeah, there's hundreds, hundreds, hundreds have gone through it. So um, we typically run ran it once a month. Right now we're in the um, process of creating an on-demand. So you'll be able to watch it when it's convenient for you. Um, it's three days of about an hour, hour and a half each day. And you'll get you'll get way more than obviously we're giving it away for free for your viewers, but uh, even the people that pay, they get a lot of value. So awesome. You guys can click in the description down below. That is the Ecom Profit Bootcamp. It will definitely make a difference in your business. And we're giving it to you for free. There is literally no reason not to check it out. You should definitely click below, jump in, take the challenge, get the results. Matt, thanks so much for coming on and sharing with us. You've been an amazing host and given a ton of value. Thank you. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. No problem. It's my pleasure to everybody else out there. Until next time, take action, change lives, and make money. We'll see you soon. Are you looking to scale your business but trying to figure out how to get your message across? Well, go to storyselling.how to grab my free course that will show you how to discover everything that you need to build your business through stories. These stories work whether it's in social media, email, or public speaking. There are five core stories that you'll learn. You'll be able to use all of them by the time you're done with this course. Again, that is storyselling.how. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to tune in next time.